Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wonder of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. We're going to continue to talk about love. And when I say we're, it's the angels and the guides, the ascended masters, the wisdom keepers, the teachers of the universe that are urging me to continue to talk about this journey of love. And I know in February, traditionally, we like to celebrate Valentine's Day. I personally like to celebrate love all year round. Celebrating on just one day of the year feels foreign to me. Though I do say it's a good reminder. I think that we need more reminders to celebrate love, us being beings of love, the love that we share for others around us. We just need more markers than just simply one day a year. And again, I know many of you listening to me agree with this too. It's it's nice to recognize, but sometimes it just feels like it's a commercial day that's just been plucked off the calendar. I would say that as human beings, we have set down milestones and markers along our pathway, indicators that show us we are loved or indicators of when to give love, when to share love, when we experience love. We have social norms and we have personal values and we have personal feelings that tell us we're in that vibration of love. Now here's a plug for Love's gas stations. Those are the gas stations that are typically along the freeways. And I've spotted them because when I do my annual wandering trip and I'm on the road for thousands of miles, I look for those Love's gas stations. I love their sign but it's a milestone. I know they tell me it's coming. There's a billboard on the side that says the next station is 32 miles or the next station is 17 miles. And then they have these huge pillar signs that you can see from miles away that are lit up at night. So you can see those milestones along the way. And of course, they have the big heart on the sign. And so it's a logo that you recognize, you look forward to, you know you're safe in in those areas. It reminds me of the milestones that we put along our own freeways, our own personal journey. We have those signs that we post. And just like when I do my annual wandering adventure, those pit stops along the road are important. Stretch breaks, bathroom breaks, getting gas, or just to stop for a minute, just to kind of alleviate the the tedium of staring at the open road. But we need those in our life also. 2020 was not the best year for feeling the loving. We lost sight and we lost those milestone markers. They disappeared. We couldn't find them. They moved on us. For whatever reason, we were lost in that place of love. We don't have to be astrologers to understand the plethora of challenges that this pandemic has imposed on our social and intimate lives. 2020 held us in a place that we were not comfortable in being in. However, there is hope in 2021. So in 2020, not being the best year for love, Mars and Venus 
seemed to be at opposition all year. While Venus was more about feeling, because Venus is traditionally the feminine energy, Mars was usually aiming for something else, and the chase seemed to be on all year long. And we ended 2020 with those two planets in opposition. Venus was in Libra, and it faced off with Mars and Aries, and both are very extremely strong and extremely different planets. So the energy that we felt was about endings and new beginnings, almost like this blow up or this volcano-like energy. And we felt the two polarities in the world of relationships. We felt it in our personal relationships. We may have felt it in our work relationships. We certainly felt it in our social and our political relationships. In 2020, I talked a lot about it was the year of truth. The Ascended Master Hilarion was interacting with us a lot. He was all about science, worked with the medical community, worked with science and advancing technology, but he also carried the ray of truth. And I know that 2020, many of us, if not all of us, were searching for some sort of truth. We really started to dig deep into the shadows or often called the underbelly of those things that we just hadn't wanted to look at. This was some of the past lifetime, some of the early childhood or even early young adult imprints that we were dealing with, our ancestral wounds. Chiron continues to be in that place of healing those old wounds. And we were very focused on healing wounds and finding our voice to our truth. So not only just experiencing our feelings, which were what we began to experience in 2017, but also to find our voice in vocalizing those feelings. And we could see that in our social, the protests, the riots, the uh, political arena, finding words or finding the voice to that underlying frustration that had been there for lifetimes. There's just a lot going on in 2020. And when there's so much energy in the air, it doesn't get wrapped up nicely, bound by string or duct tape and just kind of bounced over in the corner and we get to forget about it. It lingers. And the reminder that the angels want to give us today is that the past becomes our future unless we're willing to let it go. And I think that's the energy that we begin to experience in the December, January, and February is assessing what happened in 2020. Has a whole year gone by since this pandemic first emerged? Has a whole year gone by since we really have been interacting out socially, that we've been more veiled and and shielded? What have we learned about ourselves? And so we're still going through that sorting and sifting about what the heck was this last year? What did it mean to all of us? And we're still learning from that. And part of that learning is learning to let go what it is that needs to be let go so that that past doesn't become our future as we go forward. And I want to say there is more hope in 2021. We have this this encouragement from the planets and this encouragement from the energy that's coming in that we're coming to an end of things, whether that be personal, like the relationships, our jobs, or the inner healing that we're doing, or it can be external, like the pandemic, a political change. The truth is, is that we're we're ready for a change. And so 2021, as we turned over that new year, it's moving into the age of Aquarius. It's moving into that being ready for change. And part of that change is moving away from so much doing and stepping back into our humanness and being in that place of being. We began in 2021. We've got seven planets in Aquarius right now. And Aquarius is an air sign. And Aquarius is all about collaboration. It's about the new age or new ways of doing things. It is heart-centered. And so when we have seven planets in this 
energy and Aquarius is also about communication, it's going to be that forefront energy that's going to push us forward. We want more collaboration. We want more communication. Those are going to be key factors. And it's our soul pushing us to continue to find that voice to our truth. That was the step one. But now the step two of that is finding balance in now that we understand what our truth is, how do we help others find what their truth? How do we help others with their voice? How do we put some other milestone markers in the pathways that demonstrate love? We need to get those back out there. After we've gone through a lot of the challenges, the turmoil, we need to create our mechanism or our system for what is love. And that's also what the age of Aquarius, that's what this 2021 is calling for us, is the sharing of our experiences, but in a different way. They are our stories. They're part of us, but they're not the woe is me stories. They're not the stories that hold us back. They are stories of success. They are statements about us, but they're actually for others. They're to motivate and to move others. There are still so many on the path of healing, so many on the path of trying to understand what was 2020, what was the last 10 years or 20 years of my journey. It's a huge push of the energy right now, the push to help others. It's no longer just about me or my journey. It's about Hmm. I kind of went through that dark tunnel. I came out on the other side. And when I look back, it's not about looking at my past and about holding on to that and dragging that into the future. It's about looking to see who else is back there that I need to pull through this tunnel and to help. And again, not everybody is at the same pace. We'll always need resources at every level to help. And right now, in early 2021, we are looking back to not only kind of pat ourselves on the back to say, wow, we made it, or wow, look what we've done. That's only a, a very short amount of time. The universe is, is pushing us to say, great, pat yourself on the back, but look further and pull those forward with you that are still in that process of healing and understanding. There's still a lot to let go of. There's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot to determine what of our past doesn't become our future again. What of our past does become part of us. And I do feel like the universe is giving us quick zaps from the universe, almost like electricity zaps. You know, when the air is really dry and you build up static, it's like pulling the socks from fleece that you've just taken out of the dryer or walking across carpet and stocking feet, and then you reach to touch a light switch. I'm finding that it's been so dry recently that I actually pull my sleeves down over my hands before I reach for a light switch just because I don't want to feel that zap. That's the kind of zap that's coming in. However, when the universe zaps us, we can't just simply pull our sleeve over our hand to prevent it. The universe zaps us. And when it comes from beyond like that, it's adjusting us. We can't hide from it. We can't cover it. We can't veil it as much as we'd like to. It is going to zap us. And I think that's the energy that we're in right now. That can zap us into feeling more motivated, more hopeful, more excited of the possible future because we know we can't possibly stay where we've been. We're done with the past. We don't want to go back there. We don't even want to look there anymore. We want to look forward. And if any of you are listening and you're really trying to figure out how do I get back to something that was in my life in the, in the past, just tuck this nugget away because it might be that the universe has something better planned for us. We have feelings that 
something different is slowly emerging. Our evolutionary process is showing us, and I'm going to take you back a little bit on a timeline. Let's go back to 1998 to 2007. And from a planetary perspective and from a chakra perspective and energy perspective, that's when our heart began to open more to wholeness. We began to look for co-creation and really to start tapping into the unseen powers of energy. You think back to 1998 to 2007, there was just a, a beginning of people becoming more interested in what is vibration, what is energy, how does technology fit into this. Science was still quite separated from the metaphysical world, but it was starting to be curious. The mantra in the world at that point was mind, body, spirit. And when I look at those three words, they represent the masculine, the feminine, and then the galactic body because we are so connected to everything. The dust, the particles of our cellular structure comes from space, so we're connected. So in that mantra of mind, body, spirit, mind is more masculine, spirit is feminine, and galactic is the body. And so we begin to become more conscious of the connection between the mind and the body and the spirit. We begin to be more curious and look at them as not separate entities, but as our energy bodies. And then we jump into 2008 to 2016. If you remember back in 2008, that's where we experienced the financial turmoils, but it also represented that relationships and the beginning of the healing process. And some people were jumping right into healing that, and some people wanted to wait. But that's the point where we began to prepare for consciousness. The mantra at that time was health, happiness, and well-being. So health really represented the masculine energy. Happiness was really the feminine energy. And our connection to the galactic center was more about well-being. And we began to realize that there was greater connection beyond ourselves and that greater information was coming from outside of us as well as what was happening inside of us. So we needed that balance. And then we jumped to 2017 to 2025. In 2017, we really began to understand that for us to understand our connection to everything beyond, we needed to heal. We needed to assess what had happened in our earlier childhood and our early life, um, looking back at our ancestral wounds, we needed to really understand our energy bodies, our physical body, our emotional body, our mental body, and certainly our spiritual body. And the great healing really began to happen when Chiron started to interact in that time period of 2017. So no longer were we able to hide from those deep wounds or those deep things we tried to cover up, but they were right there presented to us. And this time frame that we're still in, 2017 to 2025, is about humanitarianism. It's about community. It's about partnership. And we also have now the age of Aquarius that fits right into that space of humanitarianism, but also space and energy and technology and furthering our evolutionary process. That point that we hit in 2017 where the soul began to realize it needed to heal was it demanded freedom from anything that was holding us back. And that means that the soul had this deep understanding that if I'm going to evolve, I need to look back. I need to heal what was behind me in order to go forward. Not to drag it forward with me anymore, but to heal it and let it go. Because the past becomes our future unless we heal it and are willing to let it go. And that's where we begin to, to look at that journey 
in 2017. We also started ramping up alternative wisdom and information, and that continues to come to us. When I talk about the zaps of electricity, that's another way that we get this wisdom and this knowledge coming in from the universe. The mantra that we're in right now is that I am now. It's the masculine energy is that. The feminine energy is I am. And the galactic center is now. It's the realization of the energy power that I am now. And that at any given moment that I am in now, I have the ability to shift and change. This is the time that we claim our place in our energy field. We claim our place in our life. We claim that we have completed our healing. We claim that we're in a vibration of heart and compassion. We claim that we have this moment or this time of expansion into possibility. This is where we begin to collaborate. The understanding that I needed to clear and understand myself in order to go forward and then to also help bring others forward and to continue the journey. This is where you realize you've been on this long journey. You've done the work. You've crossed a lot of miles and it's time to stop for gas. And many of us did that in 2020. We did the work. We looked back. We assessed where we were. We did the healing, the ancestral wounds, the childhood imprints, the soul journey, the karmic debt, any of those things things that would have held us back, we did the work and then we stopped for gas. And after we stopped for gas and we have that rest break, we stretch our legs, then we get back on the road and here's where we begin to establish the new love milestones because we're healed. We're not putting stipulation or we're not putting conditions on those those love milestones. It's pure love. We're not putting fear in those love milestones. We're not putting residual energy from our past on those milestones. They are pure compassion, pure love, pure giving. This is where we have an opportunity to plant those love milestones, those new charts in our path. And we're getting that opportunity in 2021. And it's not going to happen just overnight. It's not going to happen with just you making up your mind to put down some love milestones. It's also work, but you have a clean road ahead. And that's the exciting part. This is where the hope comes in for 2021. It's as if Venus and Mars are telling us to wake up. Now, Venus right now is one of those planets that is in Aquarius. And the archetype for Aquarius is I know. So the feminine energy is really assessing what do you know from the heart. Let's go back to that milestone and Think about where do we need to plant down or put down some markers and milestones from a loving standpoint, not wait for an annual holiday to tell someone that we love or to show love or demonstrate love or allow yourself to be loved. But how do we make this a regular practice, uh, something that we don't even have to think about, but is just there. We're giving and we're receiving. And then we have Mars in Taurus and Taurus the archetype is I have. So we're adding some air to the earth element because Aquarius is air and Taurus is earth. And that allows some voice into earth. Earth can be a little bit more stubborn. So we're seeing that there's some conversation that might need to be happening. 
conversations might need to be happening uh, with ourselves or with those around us to work through some of those stubborn things that we're still trying to hold on to from 2020. But we're also moving into the year, the Chinese New Year, and it's the year of the ox. And when you think of an ox, an ox is very slow moving, can be stubborn, but is also very secure and steady and grounded. The ox is on four feet. And might this feel like we have some sort of sense of closure? Have we weathered the worst? Do we feel like we're finally coming out of a full circle or do we still feel a little bit wobbly? Well, there's a little bit wobbliness in that because the ox is a metal ox. And, and if you're into the Chinese New Year or feng shui, you can read up a little bit about that because the the ox is both earth as well as metal is earth. And so an ox standing on metal is a little bit unstable. And so there's a little bit of wobbliness. I'm just going to say that, that we might be experiencing here in 2021. As your heart is pushing for decisions and making more of a closure or finality to some of your actions, we now can begin to see the outcomes of those decisions and those actions. And we're also here in February and, and we're getting close to wanting to see spring. And oftentimes when we get to this point in the winter months or the winter season, we begin to feel optimistic. We have this hope that there's something better on the horizon. And in part, that's our inner clock that's just telling us about the seeding season and the growing season just ahead. And so what have we been seeding? And we're anxiously awaiting for that growing season to come in. How might that play out in other areas of your life? When we look at energy, energy doesn't pick just like one area of your life. So if you're feeling off in one area of your life, you're probably going to be off in multiple areas of your life because energy just is. So if you're struggling with communication at work, you might be struggling with communication at home or in your close relationships. If you're struggling with feeling overwhelmed in one area of your life, you might be feeling overwhelmed in multiple areas. So energy doesn't say, I'm only going to make you feel overwhelmed in this area. Just be aware of that. And so when you ask for abundance, you ask for abundance in all domains of your life. Because again, energy doesn't slice it up like a nice pie. It just, you're going to be abundant in all areas. And so as we go into February and you're setting your intents for what you want in your life, and if you're asking for abundance, be aware that if you've not cleared up some of the stress or the anger, the frustration or overwhelm, you could errantly be asking for abundance in those areas. And so that's the only warning that they're giving me tonight so far is that it is, is that to be aware that we've just come through this time of clearing things out when they come up. And so to be cautious that if you're asking for something, be sure that you've truly cleared things up. But I do feel like we're finally in a place that we can start to reach more or feel more stability, especially in our relationships. And I know it's been really hard in 2020 kind of being sequestered or, or being separated, but we've had to be creative in that. And there are ways for us still to set those milestones for love and the relationships without having to be 
in massive public events. There just are ways. And, and that's one of the things that we're continuing to figure out as we go forward is how do we connect with our humanness or the humanness of others while still adhering to some of the some of the things that we just need to follow right now. Part of this energy between Mars and Venus as they chase, as Venus kind of chases Mars around the astrology chart, is Mars is slightly wounded. You know, he's sitting in Taurus and Venus is saying, hey, you have something I need and I have something you want. So let's give it a go. And that's what I think much of our relationships are going to experience in 2021 if we're open to that is just having that open conversation as to what's the give and take in the relationship because it's not all give and it's not all take, but where's the balance? And just as Venus and Mars struggled to connect in 2020, many of the relationships suffered in 2020 due to the pressures of the pandemic, due to the pressures of just life, the strains of home life, the strains of job or career, just the stress in general. But that feels like that is beginning to lift. Many of us were forced or have been forced to pare down the number of people we see on a regular basis, trimming down our social circles. Unfortunately, many of us were able to find the learning, the internal learning. Our social distance factor was really Saturn. Uh, Saturn puts restrictions and rules on us, and Saturn is still going to be in play in 2021. It is a continued overarching theme in 2021 is that we will have these restrictions. So the question is, is how badly do we want to socialize with this person or these people or these groups in a way that is makes sense for everybody and we'll figure it out. And that's the faith that we need to have in the human being is to not give up that hope, not give up that faith, that there are other ways that are different than how we socially could meet two years ago. We will figure it out. So after a year of looking at our priorities, because that's essentially what the pandemic helped us do and the Venus retrograde helped us do. We're figuring out what really matters. And that figuring out what really matters is a, is a compilation of both Venus being retrograde and Mars being retrograde last year. And again, I don't want to minimize the impact that the pandemic has had on our social lives or on our relationships because it has created stresses and it's created either some separations or in some cases some coming together, but it's caused us to shift how we look at love. And so in 2021, as Venus continues to chase Mars around the astrology chart, they actually don't meet up in the same sign until June, and that's where they meet in Cancer. So at that time, I think we'll be actually really ready for change in how we view relationships. Until then, we still might be kind of pouting a little bit as we're not able to get out as socially as we want. We're not able to experience our friends and our families and our loving relationships like we did a couple of years ago. But again, as humans, we're incredibly resilient that we can figure out different ways. Aside from love, there's a lot of creative energy in the air. And that creative energy could help us engage in communication, engage in social contacts a little bit different than we we have in the past. But before I leave tonight, I just want to issue a bit of a challenge is to, as we go in this month of love, and I, I just call February the month of love that we tend to focus on it, don't forget that it's something that can be done month after month, day after day, that it's not just a day in February, or it's not just 
the month of February, but it might be this is the time that you develop those new practices or different practices, something that it hasn't, maybe it doesn't feel as comfortable as what you've done in the past, but it still keeps you in connection with those people around you, those friends, those family relationships that are really important to you. We do need to ramp up the energy of the vibration of love on our planet right now. It's needed. We went through a year of a lot of shadow work, a lot of illumination to those hidden parts of ourself. And now as we go into 2021, we'll continue to cast light onto the hidden parts of the world. And the best way to combat that is to shower the world with love. This is Lori Wondra. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com